Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles AFC Daily with me, Harry Simeu. As ever, this show is sponsored by The Last Man Standing with Loserpool.com. If you head over to Loserpool.com, you can find out more information on how to play this brilliant game for the upcoming 2019-2020 season. So do please head over there and check it out. Now, on today's edition, we're going to be talking about that meeting, the meeting that is reportedly being scheduled between the Arsenal hierarchy, Raulsen Leahy and Vinay will be meeting Stan Kroenke in the States when the club fly out there for their pre-season uh, tour. Now, that's what we're being told. It's been reported by James Benj um, that this meeting is set to take place and that the Arsenal uh, hierarchy will be asking Stan Kroenke to invest some of his own money. They feel that they can't get the, you know, the transfer targets that they want uh, in and the deal's over the line without having further financial backing. You know, we've heard all summer that our transfer budget is a measly £45 million, plus whatever we recuperate from sales. But, you know, the players that we've spoken about selling, you know, people like Mesut Ozil, I know a lot of you want him sold. I know a lot of people want Mustafi sold. And I know a lot of people wouldn't mind Mkhitaryan sold, but nobody's showing any interest for these players at the minute. So, unfortunately, that leaves us with a measly £45 million. We did, though, sell David Ospina yesterday. That was officially done. We'd, we'd been reporting that for a while, uh, that that deal was set to take place at any moment. It's finally been done, and it's believed that it's around about the value of £5 million, which isn't going to add anything really significant uh, to our transfer war chest. And if I'm honest, I'm a little bit disappointed with that figure. I know that's the clause that Arsenal... Uh, put into the deal uh, when the loan was initially agreed. However, it just feels like we could have got a little bit more for a, a, an international goalkeeper uh, of David Ospina's standing. Do I think he's good enough to be Arsenal's number one? No, but I think he's as good a number two as, as most of them out there, if I'm honest. So a little bit disappointed that we didn't get more money uh, for David Ospina, but what's done is done. Um, do I think that Stan Kroenke is going to invest some of his own money to boost that transfer budget probably not if I'm honest and I don't want to sound negative and I don't want to sound like the doom and gloom but it just feels like he's been very clear about this self-sustaining model he's finally got full ownership he will feel that what he's laid out or what the club have laid out in the last few years you know the Aubameyang signing the Lacazette signing giving Ozil the bumper contract we brought in a few players last summer he will probably feel that he doesn't need to and he shouldn't and, you know, we know that that's not the case. We know that some of the players at the club are just not good enough. But I don't believe that Stan Kroenke's going to suddenly have a change of heart and say, here we go, take £100 million, take £50, £60 million of my personal money to go and invest in the team. I just don't see that happening. Um, and it's kind of, you know, it signifies, doesn't it, the type of owner that we, we've currently got, someone who just doesn't care uh, enough to make the investment from his own pocket. Let me know what you guys think too in the comments below. Do you think that Stan Kroenke will uh, offer to put some of his own money in and help Arsenal progress and build and develop this current team? This morning, Sky announced the fixtures that they will be taking and of course, BT Sport 2, uh, meaning there have been a number of adjustments to kickoff times and dates uh, for upcoming Arsenal fixtures. So let me just quickly run through those changes with you. Bear with me, I'm looking at the screen, there's too many to remember. But the first home game of the season against Burnley, which was originally scheduled for 3pm on Saturday, August the 17th, 
It's still on Saturday, August the 17th. However, that kickoff has been moved to 12.30pm and it will be live on BT Sport. Uh, Arsenal's trip to Liverpool uh, on Saturday, 24th of August. Again, no change to the date, but that kickoff has been moved to 5.30 and that one is live on Sky Sports. The North London derby, originally scheduled for Saturday, August the 31st, has now been moved to September the 1st. And that kickoff will take place at 4.30pm. That one again, Sky Sports. Uh, Arsenal's trip to Watford, originally for Saturday, September 14th, will now take place on Sunday, September 15th. Uh, the kickoff, 4.30pm. Again, Sky Sports. Um, Arsenal's game against Aston Villa at the Emirates, originally scheduled for Saturday, September the 21st, will now take place Sunday, September the 22nd at 4.30pm. Let me just scroll down. Uh, there's a few more here. Um, Manchester United versus Arsenal. Now, this is the one that really, really pissed me off. Um, Arsenal's trip to Old Trafford was originally scheduled for Saturday, September the 28th. It's now been moved to Monday, September the 30th for Sky Sports uh, and the kickoff is at 8pm. Now the last train back from Manchester is 15 minutes into the second half. Do these people not think about the supporters that need to make the trip that will be trying to get back from Manchester on a Monday night? It's a ridiculous decision um, and one that, you know, has been taken with no consideration for the fans, for the travelling fans. And that's really, really disappointing I shouldn't be surprised because this has been going on for years and years and years. But every time I see an example like this, it really, really does drive me up the wall. And there, there are a number of other fixtures that have been moved due to the Europa League. But uh, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, uh, Leicester, Arsenal, Norwich, Arsenal. However, there's been no kickoff times confirmed for those yet. But those games have all been uh, moved to the Sundays bar the Crystal Palace one. They haven't decided what they're going to do with that yet. But just keep an eye on the fixtures because things are constantly changing with the Europa League, with the TV rights, etc., etc. So if you are planning ahead and there's a game you really don't want to miss, you need to be aware of this. You need to keep an eye out uh, for these fixtures. In other news, Arsenal are reportedly in negotiations with Real Madrid over a potential signing of Lucas Vazquez. It's said that these negotiations are driven by Emery's desire to have the player at the Emirates Stadium. But Real Madrid have slapped a 35 million euro price tag on Vasquez, and that may rule Arsenal out uh, as a potential suitor. Now, these are just reports, again, being reported by a Spanish outlet, Spanish Daily AS, uh, who are quite a reputable uh, media outlet back in, in Spain. Um, so, you know, there could be some substance to this, but who knows? I mean... I, I've got to the point where I'm taking every transfer rumour with a pinch of salt. And, you know, sometimes we hear reports that, you know, seem like they're really genuine. I mean, look, we were supposed to be signing Pry and Anderson from Sampdoria, and that's completely gone dead, hasn't it? We were supposed to be signing uh, Armando Izzo from Torino. That's gone dead as well. There's so many links happening all the time. And you just feel that with Arsenal's reported transfer budget, etc., etc., and if Stan Kroenke you know, doesn't decide to give some money over at this meeting, doesn't feel that it's needed, doesn't feel that he should put his hand in his pockets, then you fear for, for Arsenal's summer transfer business. Pre-season is around the corner and we've not done anything of note yet. Yeah, we've brought Gabriel Martinelli in, but he's very much one for the future. 
uh, in my opinion. So uh, let me know what you guys think as well. Are you concerned yet? Or are you still uh, remaining patient with the club? Do you still feel that it's very early in the window and we'll be fine? Or are you starting to hit that panic button? Let me know what you think, of course, in the comments section below. Now, I also want to bring to your attention uh, this month's edition of the 442 magazine. I don't know if you guys uh, still read that. I've been reading it since I was a kid. I've got a subscription. It comes to my house every month. And uh, I noticed this morning when it came through the letterbox that the front cover has the Arsenal on it. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. It's actually, oh, sorry. It's actually the back cover. There you go. Um, had it in the, uh, I wondered why it was opening the wrong way around. Uh, but that's the that's the back cover of uh, the this month's edition of the 442 magazine. Uh, London Calling, Arsenal Are Ready to Go Again by Tim Stillman and Boyd Hilton. Uh, so I'll be having a little read of that. And I'll let you know what it's like uh, on tomorrow's edition, or Monday's edition, I should say, of the Chronicles AFC Daily. That brings us to the end of today's video. Just a short one. Uh, not a great deal of, of new stuff to report. Um, fingers crossed the meeting with Kroenke goes well. Fingers crossed Arsenal uh, can get rolling in terms of transfer business and really strengthen this side. And with pre-season around the corner, uh, we can start to build positively for the new season. Uh, until Monday, take care.